trust anybody now. Come on, you hate! You wanna live forever? Now what? But no matter what happens, Godzilla will live. And welcome back to the 75th episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. You got your host Sludge here, co-host across from me is Mark, and our brother from Texas, Ruben. We are three quarters of the way to the 100 episode mark. That's amazing. That's amazing. pretty awesome. Amazing. So I'm stoked about it. And of course, it is Christmas time, so we are super excited about this episode, as we've been talking a lot about it the last few episodes and talking about it on the uh, group pages and stuff. And we know Ruben's excited because he, he watched Fast Times originally. Oh, yeah. Oh, he did. He um, did. Instead of yeah. Gremlins, which is what we really are doing. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, I'd like to see his stomp ratings on that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a five, just yeah. automatically. A five. five. I figured he'd be like, for, for what? For about, I don't know, we're talking about 20 seconds? Oh, yeah. 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> maybe, from a five to a maybe 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and obviously, for those listening, we're referencing Phoebe Cates in, um, you know, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And, um, uh, you know, I was, I was checking out uh, um, her career today because I'm like, she really kind of disappeared. Um, yeah. She did. Not long after her, she married Klein. Um, yep. All right, and I'm like, what happened? Because like she was, a, I mean, great actress. Aside from you know her 20 seconds of fame in Ridgemont, like she's a yeah. really, I think she's a really yeah. good actress. Even like uh, Drop Dead Fred, like I love that movie. It's a great yeah. movie. But she did, she just, and I couldn't find any real reason. Like she just, kind she of just, became uh, a mom and a homemaker. Is what, uh, is that what it yeah. was? Yeah, that's so what she, she did. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's been married yeah. to Klein for oh yeah ever. She, yeah, and yeah. He, mm-hmm. he rolls in the dough so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it was uh, anything other than by her, their choosing that yeah. that she, that they she did, just did, she that. did yeah. that. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I mean, I know a few actresses that's done that, so that's yep. definitely, oh, definitely yeah. noble, mm-hmm. noble of them. So obviously, Phoebe Cates is in the movie we're reviewing. Uh, we are doing Gremlins yeah. for Christmas because uh, there's very you're hard pressed to find a better Christmas movie, I think, to watch. Oh yeah. Uh, at this time of year. Yeah. Um. So Gremlins, of course, came out in uh, June of 1984 for Christmas. So we will definitely dig into that. But as you guys are listening, this is Christmas morning, and um, we haven't gotten there yet in time. Merry Christmas. But Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas. We hope you are having a wonderful Christmas morning and day, and well, and Eve, because I know some of you all do Christmas stuff with family on Christmas Eve, so we hope the holidays are going great for you. Uh, hopefully you guys have had a chance to listen to the network's Christmas special, the Christmas extravaganza. We did work really hard. Um, we threw that together in literally a little over a month um, and uh, wanted to just do something special, kind of a gift, gift from all of us to all of you all. Uh, so hopefully you guys have enjoyed that, or if you haven't listened to it yet, hopefully you do enjoy it uh, when you get to it. Uh, but what, what are the Christmas plans for you guys for today, so to speak? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we do our Christmas Eve. Uh, we have a little get together. The kids open, you know, a gift or whatever, and then the uh, on Christmas Day we do ham and turkey. It's what we usually do for uh, dinner. It's what we do. So Christmas morning, you know, all our kids are just about grown up in my family. Um, you know, RJ's already an adult, and uh, and then um, my two nieces are teenagers, fourteen and seventeen. So, you know, that, that kind of goes on the wayside as far as getting up at four in the morning, like I used to, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, yeah, he used to wake me up at four in the morning, Santa came, Santa came and we'd run out to the tree and open presents. Um, so, you know, it, so, um, yeah, so Christmas morning, we just open gifts and, you know, just kind of enjoy the, the moment, you know. Uh, go to uh, we go to Christmas evening mass. We go to Christmas Eve mass, so we don't have to get up real early in the morning um, on Christmas Day to go to mass. And then, so uh, we usually do it in the evening. Um, we used to do midnight mass, but uh, but Cindy can't stay up anymore, so now we do the uh, <laughs> Wait, yeah we do the, the early evening mass. Yeah, it used to be midnight mass, and she can't. She goes, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We'll go to the vigil. So that that's that's what we usually do. 
I don't know about you. What about you guys? Well, it's we well, obviously you're my father, so we've been doing Christmas together for yeah. like thirty all your years. life. Man. Yeah, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. <laughs> all your life. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's the lucky one now though, because uh, all the kids are obviously grown. We're all yeah. adults, have our own yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll be yeah. waking up bright and early uh, to beat the kids up. I usually do though. Like our kids right now range from seven to fifteen, um, but I I'm usually the first one up on Christmas. That have been for a few years, <laughs> just to get everything ready, yeah. you know, um, for them. And then we'll yeah. we'll open the gifts at the house, and then we usually, since me and Sarah's gotten married, we'll run over and do like a Christmas lunch with at her great grandmother's, who's still uh, rocking wow. it. I think she's ninety five this year. Wow, awesome! Um, all right, yeah, all right, and very good. Still pepping her step type deals. So um, we'll go do a Christmas lunch there with her family, and then. Uh, we go to my go to our my sisters uh, yeah. and do it with the rest of the family. So yeah. you know, Mark and um, all the other kids, nieces, nephews, and stuff at five. And then we're actually doing um, tonight, as you're listening to this, uh, we're doing a special dinner at our house for um, my uh-huh. wife's father. Um, this will be the first year. Obviously, my wife's mother passed away in September. Uh-huh. That's what I yeah. am. Um, mm-hmm. So we want to do a, a special dinner. It'll probably be That's an emotional awesome. moment, you know yeah. what I mean? But um, oh, yeah. he's obviously had an extremely hard, you know, third quarter, yeah. fourth quarter of the year. So we're going to do a special dinner for him. Actually, my mom's coming over to help with all that. So it'll be a good Christmas, um, but it will definitely be an emotional one this year. Um, but it'll yeah. be pretty good. Pretty, pretty same, excited yeah. about it. Same, same, same here. You yeah, know, that's right. It's, uh, you just lost your yeah, brother. I had, uh, I just lost my brother, and usually uh, the Christmas Eve would be we go over to Cindy's parents' house, and in the midst of all that going on, we go over and visit with my other niece on on uh, uh, my brother's kids, and he's always there. That yeah. that's you know right. that's where we get to, that's where we do the most catching up is on Christmas Eve sitting out there. You know, it's usually warm down here in South Texas. We can sit out in the garage and and talk and you know catch up. Um, Per, in person and uh this year well he, he passed away just uh, uh a week ago to uh, well a couple of weeks it's going to be on christmas so uh yeah it's going to be different this year because um you know we're actually you know getting ready for a funeral for after christmas but uh but you know it's still it's you know we're still going to make the best of it best we can it's christmas and you know um i'm just going to do my best to you know, just to to kind of sit back, relax, and, and not only that, but just remember the good times. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. remember the good times we had exactly. together. You know, you know all the memories. Um, you know, um, uh, it's, so it's going to be great for me. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to try to enjoy myself, and and, and really, it's going to be a break. Christmas is going to be a little bit of a break for me. Yeah, from these last couple of weeks. Which would be, breaks are needed. So, hey, look, those listening, uh, some of y'all may have lost people in the last year or two. Uh, We have, obviously, here on the show. Um, But it's Christmas, and we're, yeah, Ruben said it right. We're going to remember the good times and enjoy the family we got here. So we hope that you are doing just that. Exactly. Um, All right. Well, let's jump into our movie. What is it? It's your new (laughs) pet. Number one, you got to keep him out of bright light. Number two, keep him away from water. It's incredible. And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight. Billy, what are these things? Gremlins. How come a cute little guy like this can turn into a thousand ugly monsters? That was Mrs. Deagle. I'll bet every kid in America would like to have one. They might even replace the dog as the family pet. Um, so again, Gremlins came out June eighth, nineteen eighty four. This movie kind of was just already set up for success. Um, the, the script for this movie was written by Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus, of course, has uh, written and directed a lot of, of different uh, films in his career. Um, he um, had wrote the script, and Spielberg, uh, Steven Spielberg, he has bought it and absolutely fell in love with the script. 
Um, and of course, he was a fan, uh, or not? Well, uh, yeah, fan. He's he's worked alongside and knows um, Chris Columbus very well. Of course, Chris Columbus wrote Gremlins. Yeah. He wrote The Goonies. Uh, he directed uh, the Home Alone movies, the first two, the good ones. Uh, as far as many other ones, so I mean, you got a great writer director right there doing this film. Then, of course, they brought on Joe Dante because uh, at this time in the '80s, we're starting to see the rise of the horror comedy films, uh, which is kind of where yeah. this one went to. And Joe Dante, of course, yeah. he had just done a few years prior to this, did The Howling, um, which uh, again he worked knew you know worked with Chris on. Um, or Chris knew him from that, and then Spielberg knew him from that, of course, and Spielberg wanted to bring Joe on for this. Um, and so the three of them really kind of came together for this film and made it happen. Um, and the, the original script for the movie was a little darker than what we got. So the movie oh, is a lot darker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot uh, darker. The movie itself yeah. is about the main character, his name's Billy um, Peltzer. Um, his dad is an, uh, an aspiring inventor. Uh, is going to try and sell a couple of his inventions, goes to this little Chinese shop and uh, finds a mogwai and ends up buying the mogwai from this Chinese shop, uh, unbeknownst to the owner, the grandfather. Uh, his grandson sells it to him outside because the grandfather says, no, mogwais are too much responsibility, not for sale. So he ends up sell, you know, buying it from the grandson, and uh, the grandson tells him there's three rules for the mogwai you have to follow. Uh, keep him away from bright light, especially the sun, because it'll kill him. Don't ever get him wet, and don't feed him after midnight. Three simple rules. Of course, they all get broken in this movie. So um, <laughs> he brings the uh, brings the Mogwai home as a Christmas present to Billy, and of course Billy falls in love with um, with Gizmo. Gizmo's the name of the Mogwai, um, and uh, things start to kind of go a little bit crazy, you know, uh, because he accidentally gets him wet, and all of a sudden these little fur balls start popping out of his back, and all of a sudden he goes from having one Mogwai to six Mogwai. Um, but these Mogwai are a little different. They're a little more mischievous, and uh, he realizes, especially Gizmo, realizes something bad's about to happen. Um, so Billy, and then of course his not girlfriend yet, but trying to be girlfriend, and uh, you know Ruben's favorite character in the movie, uh, Kate, right. who's played by Phoebe Cates. Um, they decide to take one of the Lamagwai to the science teacher um, at the school um, to have him uh, study, um, which is Doctor uh, or the teacher's Mr. Hanson, Glenn Terman, um, and. Uh, he so he has one does a blood test on it and as things ensue these new mogwai realize what they really are and are trying to get to their final form so to speak uh, so they actually cut um, the the wire from Billy's clock in his uh, bedroom um, and so it's, the clock shows at one part of the movie being like eleven thirty mm-hmm. and they're like we're hungry which Beat which us. by the way for the the listeners that was uh, before the digital day so it's an it was an analog clock. <laughs> yes analog yeah. clock no no digital readout here. <laughs> No cell phones <laughs> yeah. to double check the timing. Um, That's right. So he goes and gets chicken and decides to feed the mogwai, not knowing the mogwai have cut the the cord on his clock and it's actually past midnight. This causes the mogwai, except for Gizmo, of course, because he doesn't eat, um, to cocoon into these big nasty pods like slimy, and slimy, and disgusting. Yep. I would yeah. say like inv- in, invasion of the body snatchers, but it's more like the pods from Seed People. Which most people are like, what's yeah, some people? There you go. But yeah. you know, low budget eighties monster film. You know, that's what we're kings of here. If you haven't seen Seed People, go see yeah. it. So it's a romp. Yes. Um, but so they end up hatching, and they are now these reptilian like scaly green, constantly smiling gremlins. And all they do is wreak havoc on this small town for Christmas, uh, destroying the local bar, the local theater. Um, and it's up to Billy and Kate to try and stop them all. Um, and actually, they get a little bit of assistance slightly um, from one of my favorite characters in the movie, Murray Futterman, who's played yeah. by the great Dick Miller. Because, yeah. um, you know, Billy and Kate were played by Zach Galligan and Phoebe Cates, um, who were still kind of at the time newcomers. But the rest of the cast is yeah. pretty stacked. And we'll get into that in a minute of, of familiar faces. Um, so um, they end up. Uh, Killing most of the gremlins down to Spike, who is the main gremlin, who kind of runs the roost of them. Uh, they chase Spike into a, the local YMCA. Spike does a cannonball right into the <laughs> swimming pool, and then it goes from one gremlin to hundreds Dude, of them. Oh, yeah. Um, they end up trapping the gremlins. They're not trapping, trapping them, but they are all inside the movie theater, 
and they end up killing most of the gremlins, all the gremlins except for Spike. And the final showdown between Billy, Spike, and Gizmo happens at like the local Sears store, or whatever it is. Montgomery Ward. Montgomery Ward. Montgomery right. Ward. Yeah, Montgomery yeah. Ward. You can't forget Montgomery Ward. <laughs> um, and uh, no so way. The, it, it gets to a point to where Spike's pretty ruthless. Spike has got a chainsaw uh, going right at Billy. Billy's barely holding it off with a bat, and Gizmo comes running around in this little RC car. <laughs> oh yeah, ends up you know. Uh, pulling the blinds and uh, um, helping B- Billy out, and it's ultimately Gizmo. You know, he lets sunlight in uh, to kill Spike, um, and they become you know emerge victorious and stop all the gremlins. Um, and then, of course, they're rejoicing back at home. Everyone's kind of jacked up, um, and then the old grandfather from the Chinese shop shows up uh, to take Gizmo back and tells him, "Maybe one day you'll be ready." You know, and then walks out into the film and superb movie just a great movie uh the movie um did extremely well at the box office had like a 10 11 million dollar budget uh did over 200 million dollars in the box office um the movie caught some flack because of some of the violence in the movie um this was one of the movies um and i think mark you said indiana jones was indiana one. jones temple um, of doom the PG-13 yep. rating from the EPAA actually came because of Spielberg, because of this film yeah, and Temple of Doom. Exactly. Um, they were harping on the movie because it's PG uh, for some of the scenes, and Spielberg said, well, change it. You know what I mean? And uh, so that's Gremlins is why we have a PG-13 rating. Um, specifically for a few scenes um, that tend to get a little violent, but the, there was one scene that Spielberg actually originally wanted to cut from the movie, um, but decided to, or not Spielberg, I think it was Columbus wanted to cut it, um, but Joe, Joe Dante wanted to keep it. Anyways, it's where Kate, Phoebe Cates' character, is telling Billy why she hates Christmas, and she describes yeah. how her father had, one Christmas Eve, dressed up like Santa with a bag of gifts and was crawling down the chimney um, to surprise the kids. But they didn't see him for a couple of days until they started to smell a smell coming from the the chimney and found out that it was her dad he had slipped down broke his neck and died so that's a pretty horrible story oh, but, yeah. they, but yeah. joe was adamant about keeping it um, it's actually da- yeah, dante wanted to keep it yeah exactly yeah it was yeah. dante that wanted to keep it yeah and spielberg because mm-hmm. he was so adamant about having dante do the film that he yeah. decided yeah we'll let this stay in um so because of that and some of the violence um is why we got a pg-13 rating and of course you know we were blessed with phoebe cates on film um, oh, of course, yeah. yeah. So, as far as the rest of the cast of this movie, uh, it's really stacked. I mean, you got Judge Reinhold's in it. He plays Hopkins, yeah. <laughs> um, who's the yeah. VP at the at the bank. Again, Dick Miller. He is Murray Fetterman, who will who makes reprises the role in the sequel, Gremlins Two: New Batch. Um, you got Glenn Turman, um, who was the science teacher. Uh, Key Luke, of course, is is the grandfather. Um, Corey Feldman. This is his debut. Of course, most people know yeah. Corey probably from Lost Boys. Prior to this, Corey had only done like a handful of commercials. Um, so Corey Feldman was a kid named Pete in this. Um, so this was his motion picture debut. Um, and you had a few others that are definitely recognizable. Uh, one of my favorite characters, or probably my most hated character, is, um, I can't think of her name, Miss... Um, oh, yeah. Polly Holiday. I her name. Yes, yes. Yeah. Ruby, Miss Holiday, yeah. Ruby yeah. Deagle. Yes, Miss Deagle. Yeah. Um, so yeah. she is like the the Scrooge character. Oh, in yes, this, man. Yeah. Yes. And I can't yeah. stand her, and I'm glad she gets what's coming to her. Um, she uh, she reminded me, when I saw her, I'm like, I mean, this is Wizard of Oz right here. This is Wizard of Oz. Material. Exactly it what was, I thought, too. Because yeah. she's yeah. after right. Billy's yeah. dog. She's like, I'll get yeah. your little yeah. dog, too. Yeah, I'm like, you totally your little dog, too. Yeah. 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 So, but, yeah. but yeah, so Polly Holiday uh, played Mrs. Deagle, and Polly Holiday, of course, she. Um, <clears throat> another great actress. Um, she was in all, all all the president's men, the one and only. Um, she actually was in another um actually um uh, of Chris's films. She was in Mrs. Doubtfire uh, that Chris Columbus did. Um, so I mean, just a great stack of actors and actresses in the film. Um, and and Galligan and Cates did a great job carrying the movie for being the newcomers, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, prior to this, all that. Phoebe had done really was her claim to fame and you know fast yeah. times Ridgemont High, right? Which, which in fact she almost didn't get the part because of that. Yeah, Spielberg um, didn't want to put her yeah. in originally. Yeah, yeah he was. He said, "Well, she might be too controversial because of that scene." And uh, it wasn't until 
I guess they did a screen test together, and he goes, "No, there's too much chemistry. She's got the part." But she yeah, almost didn't get exciting. it. Yeah, yeah. So. Was was it Spielberg who was big on it because of he had those those two Billy um, or Zach Galligan, sorry, and uh, um, Phoebe had done some lines together and tryouts in their other films, and I guess Spielberg had seen them and yeah. just instantly saw the chemistry. So he that's yeah that's why he ultimately was like we've got to put her on film with yeah. them together because they act like they're in love so so well. It was the right uh, call. It was the right call yeah. too. It worked. That's it it sure. really really was. Um, the movie of course has got a stellar soundtrack with some of the most memorable well, uh, music. And don't forget Gizmo. That's oh the yes, voice. Gizmo, that's Howie yeah, Mandel. That, <laughs> how can I do yeah, that? So, yeah, you can't forget uh, Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was actually because you had a, a, a pretty stacked amount of vocal people in here too because even uh peter cullen you know optimus prime he voices some of the gremlins and mogwai in it um Uh, michael uh, winslow was in it michael winslow Winslow, yep michael winslow which i mean Mm -hmm. if everybody doesn't know who that is police academy he's the you know the crazy yeah he's the guy makes yeah all the crazy guy makes all the funny noises winslow's he's awesome um but it was it was uh it was uh, Frank Welker is he voiced Stripe, right? And Frank is a very well known voice actor. Um, he's who got Howie into the movie. He's like, dude, this is the perfect guy for Gizmo. Um, so he got Howie the job, and Howie was like, this is just the voice I heard. He's cute, cuddly, came out, and now I mean that's probably one of the most famous voices. Oh yeah, oh yeah, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course you got um, it's a Jerry Goldsmith um, did the soundtrack to this movie, and he did. A phenomenal job because it's got some of the most memorable musical scores I yeah, think yeah. um, ever. Um, so I mean, just a stacked crew, stacked cast. I mean, it was made, it was ready for success by the time it you know started film actual production, um, and it did super well. Again, eleven million dollars with a two hundred twelve million dollar budget. Um, no, 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 do that backwards. I'm sorry. Eleven million dollar budget on it and a two and there we go two hundred seven yeah, million dollars. That would have been a office. flop. Yeah, yeah, the opposite way. So, uh, of course, now they also spawned um, uh, a sequel, um, as well as, of course, tons of toy lines, video games, and they're actually in the process of a new animated series on HBO Max uh, for Gremlins, uh, which is pretty cool. And then they're still actively, they've been trying to do it for quite a long time, um, but they're still actively trying to do a third film, um, because they've tried that quite a few times, actually. But just never has gotten off the ground. Um, now, of course, now I do want to talk about the special effects of it uh, because the special effects are absolutely outstanding. Tons of puppetry work, tons, pretty much all puppetry. There's a little bit of stop motion animation in this, but they originally were with the Gremlins wanted to use monkeys, um, but the test monkey they used um, when they were you know starting out special effects freaked out when they put the mask on him, or like I guess the Gremlin mask or whatever. So they couldn't go that route, so they ended up hiring um, Chris Wallace um, to do uh, the special effects. Now, Chris Wallace is phenomenal, and most people are like, well, I don't know the name because, you know, we know Tom Savini, we knew, you know, we know yeah. uh, Stan Winston, all these dudes, but um, Chris Wallace did the special effects for a lot of Cronenberg's films. Uh, David Cronenberg's, he did Naked Lunch, he did The Fly, he did The Fly 2, um, he did one of the house movies. Um, he did the special effects for Enemy Mine. Um, I even think he did some of the, the he did the spider for Arachnophobia, the big one, like the big queen spider. Um, so he had handled all that. Uh, he uh, wow. uh, did. I think he. What was it? There's another one he worked wow. on too, uh, of Spielberg's. I want to say maybe E.T. I think Could maybe be. Yeah. I think it was maybe ET he worked worked on, but so, so, I mean, the so dude, you may not know his name, but you know his work. Oh yeah, you definitely, definitely know yeah. the man's work. So, and I think he did a phenomenal job pulling off the Gremlins uh, in this. Um, he, uh, he especially Gizmo, um, because I know there was some issues with the puppets, but I mean even with the issues they had, um, they turned out great. Because I mean even watching it today when I watched or watched it yesterday, um, you know I've got the the. Blu-ray copy. The special effects is just, it's one of those things like the thing. They just still hold, up, hold up to this day. Yeah, they hold up. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I watched it on HBO Max and man, it I said, man, this looks just as good. This holds up very nicely even to, in today's by today's standards, I thought. Oh, absolutely. Of course, you know, I've yes, seen, you know, like I said, we I, we've all seen some pretty bad ones, so 
you know, we know what good is. Yeah, uh, compared yeah. to that, you know. So, uh, and I thought they were excellent. I mean, the design was awesome. The design of the Gremlins was, and both even Gizmo, and then and then and then their final final form. Oh man, just awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, well, and there's moments yeah. with Spike especially where I'm just like, dude, you are yeah. just menacing for as well, little as they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, golly. And if you go back to 1984, I mean, those effects were mind-blowing to watch it on the big oh, screen. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. It was just yep, absolutely. phenomenal to watch. Well, not you, but. Well, not uh, me, but, you know, yeah. But guys like me yet. and Ruben, <laughs> we were we were alive and kicking that, that time. Well, yeah. because uh, you, you had, you know, mainstream at the time, special effects. Uh, you had movies like The Thing. And Howling, which uh, again Dante did, yeah. Um, that the special effects. I mean, everyone rants and raves about American World in London's transformation scene, which it is amazing. It is and, great. Oh, but yeah. but uh, Rob Botton's work on the Howling, like the Howling, he, is oh, that's so, another level. Yeah, that's that is level. so yeah. much better. But yeah. those weren't mainstream size. They weren't released as largely as Gremlins right. was, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, so those were the ones yeah. you more likely saw on home video versus yeah, big screen. Yeah, exactly. Like Howling, I didn't see that. I don't even know if it showed up down here. I saw it on VHS for the very first time. Yeah, me so, too. Me uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. So but that just goes to show you, though, dude, that those special effects artists from the 80s era, especially, you know, Stan, yeah. uh, Rob Botton, uh, Tom and Alec, uh, Gil, you know, uh, those dudes, uh, Chris Wallace. I mean, those dudes were masters of their craft. Uh, because you can't, I, I, I would dare anybody to find a movie that those dudes worked on where those special effects don't hold up today. I don't think yeah. it exists. It just doesn't exist because those right. dudes. I believe you're right. It. Very good. Yeah. So, yeah. But so anyways, I kind of ranted a little bit on what I liked about the movie. So I'll just go keep going real quick. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, love <laughs> yeah, almost everything about this film. There's very little, few things that I didn't like about the movie. Um, and honestly, what little I didn't like is just, honestly, like I love Feldman, but I had some issues with Feldman, but I try not to because it was his first movie. You know what I mean? Like this was his first thing. Yeah. But but there was a, you could tell he was kind of new, and unfortunately that doesn't translate well to me today, um, or even back then when I watched it. Um, but I I, I don't want to knock much for Feldman because it was his first movie. But there are a couple times where I'm like. Uh, you know, a little quirky. I mean, considering the fact that he went from this to to Goonies in like uh, not even a year, I was kind of like, "What happened?" Like he had to take some acting classes, you know what I mean? Because he was amazing in Goonies, and but this one, you know, st he's still kind of fresh. But so that that one. Um, but other than that, just it's very little tiny things that um, just quirks I didn't like um, with the story. Because well, one it was supposed to be a lot darker, um, and I wish that it kind of yeah. you know, kind of did that. Um, even though you know Miss Deagle, I love how much I hate her. I kind of the Wizard of Oz thing does kind of get on my nerves because yeah. I'm like, yeah. dude, we're talking about Steven Spielberg, Joe Dante, and Chris Columbus. We could have not ripped off a movie so hardcore. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that that drives me a little nuts. It might not drive anybody crazy, but for me, that's just a pet peeve. Where I'm like. That I mean, you straight up just took the and, and her, yeah, and her death scene was kind of silly. I thought, it, yeah, yeah, it wasn't as climactic yeah. as I would have liked it to be because you really do yeah. hate her in the movie. But yeah, I mean, it's you like do. they just what, do you not think it was maybe a tip of the hat, recognizing yeah, Wizard of Oz. I, I uh, guess it could be because they were so to me overboard, wanting her to be just like the yeah. witch. So it was much uh, more of yeah. an homage. So yeah. I think Mark's calling yeah. it more of an homage yeah. than anything else. Yeah. yeah, I guess it could be looked like that. Yeah. I don't know. It just yeah. it just set we so weird yeah. for that, me. Because, well, you know that that first scene in the bank. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Uh, oh, shoot, that's, that's, that's the beginning yeah. of Wizard yeah. of Oz. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. With very like, oh, yeah. It is yeah. it is like line for line almost. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think that's what drove yeah. me nuts. Well, just, it, it, that, that's what made me think that he was just paying homage. Yeah, yeah, he might have. Maybe if he just dialed it back a little bit. I, I would probably view yeah, it that maybe way. Maybe not make it so, yeah, make it so obvious. Yeah. You, you yeah. wanted it to be more subtle. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a little I more subtle, you. then I'd totally been like, okay, yeah. I get the nod. Because for me, like, she almost has a, a uh, Ebenezer Scrooge quality to her. 
Right. But I yeah, see that. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I see that as an homage, because I can see a little bit of that in the character, like when the well, mom's there, outside. Yeah, there's some of that in there, too, because she, you know, they want to, yeah, they, that lady wants to get an extension on her rent or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. she's got her two little boys. That's, that's straight out of Scrooge. I mean, yeah, that's straight out yeah. of Christmas like, Carol. And, but that was yeah. a little more subtle than the Wicked Witch yeah. thing, you know what right. I mean? So. So that was that was just kind of I don't know it just irked me. Um, other than that, man, I mean, there's really not a whole lot I didn't like about this movie. It's fun. Yeah. The creatures are awesome. Gizmo, in his own right, is a superb character. Um, no one doesn't like seeing Gizmo on screen. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I absolutely loved the soundtrack of this movie. I loved the jabs at other films. That thankfully the sequel to this, while this one's a I don't know, because it's very different, but like the sequel went full on. Like Dante wanted to go full on with a sequel of making jabs at Hollywood. And that's pretty much what the next movie is. Like there are so many jabs at Hollywood films and TV. It's amazing. Um, but I like those little jabs in this movie too. So not much I didn't like other than just those two little things. And, and I think it's I, overall a good christmas or a holiday type movie you know it, but it's also you knew there's going to be sunlight there's going to be water there's going to be food after midnight yeah, yeah and, you, kind of and you could yeah. you could kind of call that from the very beginning how this film was going to play out yeah you just had to see the different locations and and who got attacked who didn't get attacked and but uh, you know i think that's to me as far as this type of movie the difference between a four and a five stomp, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was no surprises uh, as far as what's going to happen, how it's going to turn out. And if there were surprises, out. it would have kicked it up a little oh, higher. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the only other thing yeah. I too, that I did forget too was, is it was something that wasn't in the film. I'm not hundred percent sure if it was written to be originally, but uh, this movie really, I mean, the, the whole point of gremlins is from the gremlin stories from world war two. And yeah, Dick's character, Mr. Futterman, he, even highlights that quite frequently in the movie. You know, how much he hates right. foreign cars, where Biggles and talking about gremlins. Oh, yeah. Not getting a scene with like a flashback of him possibly seeing a gremlin when he was in World War II yeah. was an opportunity missed. Because they, they kind of wrote, they kind of pushed that a lot with him. Yeah. That I was kind of upset that I, I didn't see any type of visually a tie between those two you right. know, a, a gremlins from world war ii and him so other than that that's my complaint and right. i i think with the with the actors and actresses they had i mean they had a full cast of experienced actors kind of yeah kind of boosting the new the news newbies yeah. uh and really made a made a difference because uh, you know Hoyt Axton. I thought he was great at the dad. I mean, oh you yeah, know, he did, man. I you know, did think a, I bring out of Hoyt. You know, man. did yeah. you know, I think overall, and I and I agree. The soundtrack uh, was great. Uh, the setting, everything, um, special effects was just great. Uh, that's all yours, Ruben. Yeah. Well, you guys know why this is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh yeah. Now you <laughs> yeah, know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. You have to be 16 back in that. I was 16 years old when this movie came out, and and Phoebe Cates was like, if Phoebe Cates in it, I don't, you know, it could have been a dog, you know, she could, it could have been a movie about a dog show, and I would have went to see it. I would have wanted sat down and watched that thing. So um, I liked the movie. I thought it was a very original story, um, even though it ran off of a, a the legend of the Gremlins back in World War II, like you were saying. I thought it was a good original story, you know, the the water and don't feed after midnight, and uh, and their and their metamorphosis was great, you know, because they start off, you know, it's funny how Gizmo was innocent, kind of laid back, you know, every, I don't know, all the scenes he's kind of just laying there watching TV or just kind of yeah, relaxing like back there, he's you know, watching uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and you can tell, yeah, he's, he's like, right, he's trying to stay awake, but he's like nodding off at the same time. You know, yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, super chill. Just stuff like that. I'm like, he's just so chill. And when something happens, he goes, "Uh oh," and you know, yeah. I just, I mean, it's just like, man, how can he be so chill? And you know, and these other guys end up, you know, in other words, what's his origin story? I wanted to know more about Gizmo. Yeah. By the end of the movie, like, well, why did he come out okay, but these other ones are? You know, wild animal. What a gremlin! Yeah, wild animal. What a gremlin! It's really been defined at for all these years. 
So I really like that. And and I like the casting. Of course, I like Phoebe Cates in, in the movie back then. And and even now, I mean, as an adult, I find her, you know, man, like, man, she's just a very good looking woman. Anyway, so back to the movie. <laughs> and Phoebe got uh, a tin stomp out of this. One. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, not the movie. You know, Phoebe did. you know, hey, you you guys know I I withhold my five stomps for special movies, and I was tempted to give it a five just for that, but I said, you know what? No, that's not fair. I'm not going to do that to the other movies because nobody can compare to Phoebe Cates. You just can't put anybody up there and give it a stomp rating. So, um, you know, she's still one of my all time favorites. So I. I I thought the, the soundtrack was great. Um, I already mentioned the story being good. Special effects knocked out of the park. I thought they're great. And like I said, I saw it on uh, on HBO Max. So I saw it in you know 1080p, you know, same, same as a Blu-ray. Um, so, you know, I did not notice anything where I'd say, oh, come on, that looks kind of fake. I mean, there was, there was well, I, I'd say um, um, Spike's death scene was a little... You could kind of tell it was stop motion more than anything else, but it didn't bother me any because it was a great death scene. That very death scene was, gooey. yeah, that was a very ooey gooey death scene. Um, but one thing I didn't understand, which was, it bothered me. Yeah, the sun got to him, but he was in water when that happened. So why didn't he multiply? You know, so you had water and you had the yeah. sun, you yeah. know, and I always thought, so, well, why didn't he multiply? You know, at first, when I remember when I first saw this, I'm like, well, what's going to happen is, you know, he's going to melt away and there's going to be some particle pop out of the water or something, you know, but it didn't happen in the movie. So as far as like not liking anything, that I thought that bothered me. I said, well, you could have had him fall out of that fountain because he ran to that fountain so he could start multiplying. And then Gizmo being the hero um, opened up that opened up that sun sunroof, I guess, or sunshine. Skylight. Yeah. 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 Skylight. Yeah. So. I, I'm like, well, that kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, but otherwise, I mean, this movie is just everything, you know, for the type of movie it is, which I would call it a and a black comedy, maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. Call, I wouldn't call it horror. Maybe a black, you know, it's it's it could have been a horror movie because I was reading the original script called for his mom to be decapitated and for the gremlins to eat the dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that didn't happen, you know. Yeah, they were supposed and, to, like, uh, throw her head down the stairs at Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah It was exactly, supposed to be pretty dark. You know? It was supposed to be pretty dark. Um, and, of course, that they couldn't do that because then they would have never gotten that PG rating. Because oh, this yeah. movie was yeah. rated PG. You know, PG-13 came out of it because of that. But um, this was a PG movie when it was released. And uh, so, I, I mean, there's... There's very little I don't like about this movie. I, I like this movie very much. You know, Phoebe Cates aside, the story's great and everything. Um, I thought the, the actors were great in it. Um, I really like that the World War II guy and complaining about, you know, coming out of the TV. You know, the TV was acting up because the gremlins were hanging on his antenna. And he goes, oh, I knew I should have bought a Zenith. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm like, oh, Thank man, back in TV, the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, foreign TV. I said, back in the day when. You know, stuff was made in America, you know. You'd be hard-pressed to find anything consumer electronics-wise made in the USA anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I guess even if it is made in the USA, the parts come from somewhere else. So, you know, I don't know if you'd count. Because I know Vizio has a factory in California. I mean, yeah, Vizio has factory in California, but I think all the parts come from overseas. But that's besides, back to the movie, I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I, and it is a true Christmas movie. It was released in June, but it is a true Christmas movie. Uh, I'm trying to remember why. I think they were worried that the Christmas movie was going to, the Christmas movie scene was going to be too crowded, so they released it early. I think they didn't want it to go up against some some of these other movies. Um, but it did it, it did well all on its own, and, and it became a phenomenon. I remember... The merchandising for this stuff was was pretty good. Um, there was all kinds of stuff at the toy store and and everywhere. I mean, it really did strike a chord with the with the public as far as as um, the movie got, itself. Goes. Oh yeah, one of the original '80s um, Gizmo plushes up in the nerd vault. Ah, cool. Yeah, don't oh, you have a spike nice. up there? I have got a, a NECA spike figure yeah, up there as yeah, well. I knew yeah. you had a spike yeah. up there. I mean, big fan. I yeah. love these movies. Yeah. These yeah. movies are so much fun. Yeah, it, it is, and it, it just hit the. It struck the right chord, and, and you had 
little kids to teenagers. You know, like I said, I was 16 at the time. So you had you ran the gauntlet as far as your fan base goes. You had the kids who love Gizmo. You know, you had the teenagers who love the, the gremlins themselves, like Spike and Phoebe. Yeah. And so you just had, I mean, you just, you, you ran the gauntlet there. Everybody, you know, you could talk to a little kid about it, and it, it, it was great. So there was very little, I, did, I, I mean, I would say there's nothing I didn't like about this movie. It, 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 is, a, it is one of my favorites. Off to you, Sludge. Well, I mean, there you go. I mean, unanimously, yeah. other than just little tiny nitpicking things that we yeah. had some issues with, um, that don't you know really account for how good of a movie it is. Um, yeah, with, this is another one where when we've done it pretty regularly here recently. This has got a unanimous voting from us. So, oh yeah, let's find out. Let's see what the stomp rating is. All right, all across the board, solid four from all three of us on this one. Um, well beyond worth the watch, especially for a holiday season uh, film. This one does get pretty regularly through Christmas time, gets popped up. Now, our our yeah. boys watch this actually kind of regularly throughout the year. Uh, yeah. They like the second one a little bit more. Um, well, but, I can't imagine nobody that hasn't seen it. But yeah. if you haven't seen it, you definitely got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you've not you seen know, this. The, yeah. the funny thing is I, was, I watched it on HBO Max. And then once I got done, well, I, I went back to live TV and it was on AMC and they were showing gremlins. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, they're showing it on TV now. So it, it is a regular, especially around Christmas time. It, it, it's a regular on TV. Um, I, I if, even if where, I think I go ahead. I, I, I think I had, saw, I had saw where Christmas Eve, they're making a, a, a really kind of a big deal out of, they're going to be showing it on TV. Oh, again. really? Oh, cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry about that. Really. Oh, it's all right. They're trying to give Christmas Story a run for its money, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <they> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, 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 oh, one thing I wonder, I just, I was reading here. This movie was the first one to use that iconic uh, Amblin Entertainment, the E.T. emblem. It was the first movie to use Well, yeah, because, uh, uh, well, and this was one of the first Amblin films, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, but this one was the very first one. And oh, I knew it was something. The town that it was uh, filmed in, or they, or the set, I should say, it's the same as the Back to the Future set. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I see that too. Yeah. 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 It is. Yes. Yep. I don't know why yeah. we bring it up earlier. Thank you, yep. Ruben. I did not yeah. think about that. Yep, same, same town. Um, and, gr- uh, well, great movie. Yeah. One other thing here. Now I, I finally brought up why it was it was moved up because Christmas movies was going to be put up. Uh, didn't realize. Uh, they didn't have a summer movie. That's what it was. It was nothing about to do with Christmas. They didn't have a summer movie to go up against uh, the Tipple of Doom or Ghostbusters. So they wanted something to go up against. Yeah, because so Ghostbusters just came out yeah. at the same time. Yeah, as so they wanted, it, they wanted it to go up against that. And, uh, you know, it did quite well behind Beverly Hills Cop and Ghostbusters only. Yeah, what a great and, well, time and to watch those, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah Ghostbusters, just imagine Gremlins, that. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, yeah. Been All in the theater at yeah. the same time. Imagine wow. that. Which movie do we see? Yeah. 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 I just I mean, stayed was... in the theater all day. Well, you know, but I think back then, uh, there wasn't a lot of theaters that had 10 and 12 movie screens. It was. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It was, yeah. It was. Uh, I think the biggest theater here in Corpus Christi was uh, 84. We probably had Sine 6 by then. It used yeah. to be Sine 4. And then it was six. And you mentioned movies all day. We do that as kids. Yeah. We go in and pay for one ticket. And the, and the way it was set up, it was just like, once you were in, you could kind of roam around and go into every, every theater, you know, they weren't assigned seating or anything. Yeah. So as kids, we just go from movie to movie just, yeah. until we got, until we got caught by the usher. <laughs> and they kick us out, you know? yeah, I, dude, I mean, I, yeah. I did it a few times, you know, yeah. I snuck in for one movie as a teenager and then when it yeah. ended, I'd run over to the bathroom and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in here for a minute. Wait yeah. for the move- next yeah. movie to come on. And I'd sneak back oh, into that yeah. movie. Because yeah, no one ever exactly. checked. No so. one ever checked. And so we did that quite a bit. Uh, and we didn't have, we had, I think, back in 84, we had maybe five theaters in town. And that might be a lot for some towns. We had five theaters. But only two were, were multi, multi-screen. And then we had something with just two screens. Yep. Yeah, well, it was, it was a definitely a lot for my town. We had one. One screen. We had one, one <laughs> yeah, screen. Yeah, 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 that's that was it. it. So there you go. So um, 
and and I think I mentioned this before. I had a a cousin who worked at that theater, so he'd give us popcorn and all kinds of stuff, you know. Um, so that that was kind of fun. So that's why too we 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 got to see more movies than we we were we deserved because I think if he was there, you know, they kind of leave us alone, you know. So we get yeah. to roam around the theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, there you go, guys. Solid four across the board. And Mark, Mark said it. You've probably seen this movie. If you haven't, oh, yeah. what? Why not? I would bet money any regular listener of this show, and even any new listener of this show, if you're if you're here, we're, you know, Sludgecast, Monster Movie Stomp Down, I'm pretty sure you've seen Gremlins. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? to. And Have probably to. enjoy it every bit as much yes. as we do. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, well, there you go, guys. And, of course, you know, it's... This is the last episode of 2021. Wow! And uh, wow, it's been a it's been a good year. It, We've had a has. lot of good shows. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we joined the good. Uh, Give me back my podcast network this year, um, which was super awesome. We did the Christmas extravaganza with them. Um, we've gotten to do a lot of interactions with you guys. Of course, starting the the Facebook group group page, uh, which again, please go check it out. Check out all the. Uh, group pages for all the shows from Give Me Back My Podcast Network, uh, but jump on the, our group page, man. Talk to us. We we have fun. We lo- you know we just started the underdogs um, right um, piece for you guys uh, every Monday. We release a new underdog. We're going five films per decade. Uh, we actually just f- did our last for the fifties. So right. next Monday we do our first nineteen sixties film for the underdogs. Uh, that's been a ton of fun. Um, you know, so we got in there. Talk to us. You know, that's what we love to do. Uh, we thank you guys immensely for such a great year. We've had some cool milestones this year. Uh, we yep. were we were voted twenty uh, seventh of the top pop culture um, podcasts of twenty twenty one. So we didn't even know that was going to happen because we didn't even register for it. We just got the email about it. Um, so thank you all for that. That was super awesome. Um, we yep. hit our uh, milestone for plays in a single day. Earlier this year, it was like it was something crazy. It was a couple hundred plays in one day, and I guess that's all right. It, yeah, so which was awesome. That was earlier. I don't want to say in like August or September, um, but thank you guys so much for that. Um, we just we enjoy doing what we do. We're gonna keep doing this. You know, we didn't start this as a money maker. You know, at all. Uh, we don't make any money off of this show. This is just something the, the three of us have fun doing. <laughs> Um, so even if we didn't yeah. have you all, we'd probably still do this, but we thank you all that you are, are there. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Definitely. So super excited. Again, we hope you had a merry, merry Christmas and there's a, there's big things in store around the corner. There yeah. is. Uh, yep. 2022. And there's got to be some more Godzilla yeah. coming. Uh, there has to be, has to be, they got to do something. Oh, they'll give so, us more because don't worry. We're going to keep going through some. Yeah, and, and, and guys, if if there isn't, I'll just get my Godzilla figures out and I'll make my own movie for you guys. There we go. There we go. There we go. You might it. see my hand in there. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, but you can you. guarantee Phoebe Cates is going to be in that's it. Right. So that's, that's right. That's sure. right. A little, car- little cardboard cutout of Phoebe oh, yeah. with Phoebe. Godzilla and whoever else. <laughs> Running so. around. Screaming. That's right. <laughs> there you <laughs> but go. Yeah, so we don't have any Godzilla movies up anytime soon until they make another one. Yes. Uh, but we do have plenty of giant monster movies coming. Um, we are going to start running the gamut of the ones that have been made worldwide um, throughout the decades. Yeah. Um, and there's actually, a lot. Yeah. There there's is a ton. There's a lot that we haven't covered because we stuck to our formula, you know, of Godzilla. And it took us a while to get through that. Took almost two years. Yeah, yeah, almost, almost two took two years. years to get through there, and that's because we did one every other every other episode. I mean, we, you know, we'd skip an episode, do another monster movie. Now we're, you know, until go- another Godzilla comes out, we, you know, we got it's, there's endless possibilities now. So that's great. Yeah. Actually, we went went through yeah. all the Kongs. We went through all the Kongs yeah. and all the Godzillas. Exactly. Basically, yeah. So, um, got I'm some excited because we get to do yeah because we yeah. got some good stuff coming up that. Uh, Hopefully, maybe we'll run into something you've never seen, and and uh, and you'll go take a look at it because of uh, of our show. So, yeah. excellent. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, and we've got like I said, uh, more coming next month. We got Rodan. There you um, go. And we're doing Rodan. Actually, we're doing two kind of guest requests because yeah. we asked you guys what you want to see us do or hear us do, and we and and constantly let us know. Let us know what movies you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, but Rodan was one. I think Charlie may have brought that one yeah. up. So we're going to do Rodan next month. And then just for Cameron, 
Uh, that blockbuster movie. That Killdozer. Oh, got to oh, have it. Yeah. Got to have it. Wait for Got to have it. If you've never heard of it, uh, that's okay. Neither <laughs> not, would we. Not many people have. So, uh, But we do want it. We did promise Cameron we'll do that. So next month we are coming back. But, but, with- but that's the type of movie, like, you know, like uh, that gets me excited. Like, okay, well, you know, I want get some new, get some people out there to, to actually take a look at that movie. You know? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I've never uh, seen uh, it. You know, so. No, I, mean, I have yeah. not either. I, I, and so I'm like, all right, I'm excited. But, of course, last time I did that, uh, last yeah. time we did that, we got yeah. really burned up. Oh, Maybe we got yeah. burned. Yeah. We got Big burned time. hard. I, I knew I mean, that was coming. Yeah, I mean, I mean I after that, that movie, I felt like Anakin Skywalker on the side of that lava pit <laughs> yeah. right there, man. I tell you what, <laughs> I mean, you, you would think your friends wouldn't do that to oh, you, yeah. Justin. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, it, it happens. We still love him. Uh, yeah. But uh, so, Cameron, please don't do that to us with with Killdozer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's all we can ask. Um, but yeah, yeah, so we're excited about that. But then again, yes, yeah, so not saying what it is. Yet, but Yet. we have something very big, very big in store for you all coming next year, and we will start to drop little hints and tidbits as we are able to. Um, like I said, uh, we'll drop in a little more teasers next month, um, but be on the lookout. We are broadening our horizon or, uh, for the Moss Movie Stomp Down. Not just the Moss Movie Stomp Down. There's a lot coming with the actual network. Me and Charlie's worked out a lot of ideas, and and we're wanting to branch out to make this thing bigger. And uh, so you're going to start seeing those bigger plans come into fruition next year. And we think you guys are going to like it. Exciting, so exciting. It's going to be awesome. I, I'm pretty excited about it. And there won't, there won't be any leaks because Tom Holland is not on our crew. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, we make sure. No, we, yeah. we we fired. Him. We we didn't give him a job. I mean, yeah, he came, he yeah. came to us asking yeah, for a position. Right. We're like, no, you spill the beans too yeah. easily. So yeah, you spill too. yeah, you and Ruffalo, we, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But all right, guys. Again, thank you all so much. We hope you had a Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas. And uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your year. We will talk to you in 2022. This is Sludge. And Mark. And you got Ruben in Texas. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Now. Come on, you hey, You want to live forever? Now what? But no matter what.